Welcome to Holistic Coach Mastery Podcast with Marina Stoichkova. It's your audio library for clarity, inspiration, and empowerment. Hello, dear friend, and welcome to episode number 29. This one is on self-sabotage and how we can become our own enemies. Self-sabotage is something quite common, actually, whether you recognize it or maybe you have seen that in the past or maybe you see someone else close to you self-sabotaging them. This is a very typical behavior. And in this episode, we will talk about how we can self-sabotage and what does that actually look like in different life areas in our life and also I will share with you the five major reasons why we are self-sabotaging ourselves and those reasons will also give us the directions that we should work on, what we should focus on, how we can overcome this and how we can get more awareness about our behavior, which is one of the greatest tools in transforming our lives. So let's start with some examples. And uh, they will show us actually how we can self-sabotage ourselves in different life areas. First of all, important clarification or note here. You can sabotage yourself in absolutely every life area money health relationships career business education you name it and what happens is if you want some kind of change you have some kind of go consciously that's very important consciously you want it you start changing something or outer circumstances change so now you have more or now things are better or now finally it seems like you are moving towards your goal and here is where the self-sabotage kicks here is where suddenly our behavior changes or our reactions change and we feel confused Because we do things that seem to be the opposite, that seem to get us away from our dreamed goal or desire or direction. And here is a very short example. Here is a very uh, practical way how we can do that. Let's say that we want more wealth. You want more money, more abundance in your life, more security financially. And let's say that finally you get your promotion and now you really have more money or your business is doing better. So you literally have more money. What happens, what might happen, not always, but some possible scenario is that, for example, you may start overspending. You used to be able to, let's say, make it through the month with $2,000. Very, very random example. 
you start earning 5,000 and somehow your expenses become more. You start spending on clothes, on unnecessary stuff or, or vacations or whatever. And you are at the same place at the end of the month where you used to be before when you were earning 2,000. So overspending or wasting money or just justifi- uh, justifying our expenses. You may say, okay, but this person really needed money, so I had to give them. Or I really needed to purchase that or have that. Yes, you will find the logical justification. But what's hiding behind that is the self-sabotage that you want to remain where you are subconsciously. Again, that's very important clarification. So for money, very typical self-sabotage is overspending. Let's take another example with career. You are getting promoted or let's say that you know that your bosses are considering who they will promote and suddenly you start underachieving in your work. Your performance is not the way it used to be or your time management is not where it used to be. So suddenly your quality of work drops. So at the time when you are supposed to do the best that you can so that finally you get promoted or you move forward, somehow your concentration is worse, your time management is poor, your productivity is lower. You may even have some kind of health issue. This is also a great way to justify why and how we are sabotaging ourselves so that eventually you don't get promoted or if you are promoted it's temporary so you are going back to where you used to be in health we may do the same thing let's say that you want to lose weight and maybe you have lost a couple of pounds and suddenly your appetite increases and you start overeating very very typical example of self-sabotage or suddenly you don't want to exercise, or let's say that you are committing to a strict exercise schedule, and one week later, you get sick. You have the flu, so now you have a valid reason why you won't be exercising. That's a very classical example of self-sabotage as well. And in relationships... This applies totally there as well. Let's say that you are starting a new relationship at the very early stages, getting to know each other, getting a little closer and closer. You want this relationship to work consciously. You want this to grow into something stable. But suddenly you start acting weird you become extremely controlling or you get obsessed with the person you are disturbing them or your behavior is irrational and 
even you may not recognize yourself even you may feel okay but i'm not acting like myself what's happening this is not my best side why am i doing that same reason you're self-sabotaging yourself you are trying subconsciously to sabotage the relationship so we can go on with those examples forever you know in every life situation we can self-sabotage but let's take a look at the reasons because that is where we will also find the right tools and directions that we should use to really change those patterns as i told you i have five major reasons prepared for you and here they are the first one the first major reason you think you don't deserve this you think you are unworthy in most cases this is subconsciously you don't realize this you don't think it like that sometimes you might actually but not always so if you think you don't deserve to have more money or to be promoted or to have a happy relationship of course you will sabotage yourself because you don't believe that you belong there you don't believe that you deserve to have this in your life and you are going back to where you used to be the place where you think you belong the place where you think you are worthy of So if you are self-sabotaging yourself, the first thing to look at, do you think you are worthy of having that? Do you think you really deserve that? And don't give uh, an automatic answer to that. Of course, your initial conscious response would be, of course, of course, I deserve more money. I work so hard. Okay, let's look deeper. And usually in meditation or a spiritual practice or in an EFT session, we tend to get closer to the subconscious. And that's when those self-sabotage ideas of unworthiness can pop up. So we can heal them, we can see them. So number one reason, unworthiness. Number two, fear of changes. Human beings are really interesting and uh, especially our brain because as you know, our brain is really, really old. Evolutionary, it's really old. And um, in ancient times, change has been a synonym to danger. Change can always bring something unknown, something uncertain. And for our archaic brain change is a symbol of potential danger and very often this may become the mechanism that kicks off when we want to have something new something different even when it's actually better but this archaic brain cannot be sure okay is it really better for you to have more money what if someone steals for you what if someone blackmails you or many people start asking money from you it's a change especially if we talk about bigger changes like moving to a totally different level 
So fear of change is the second common reason why we self-sabotage ourselves. The same thing we should do here. We have to dig deeper, go and connect to those subconscious beliefs, reasons and heal them and transform them. Number three, reason number three is related to habits and patterns. In order to survive, our body, our brain needs to make certain things automatic. Just like things that we don't think about, like digestion, the work of our heart, all the organs, they are automatic. So for the brain and for the body, it's very efficient energetically to create patterns and habits, habitual things, habitual behaviors and actions. And if you are used to have this amount of money or if you have been single for quite a while now, it's becoming like a habit, a pattern, especially if we talk about things that you have never had. For example, you have never earned such certain amount of money, never in your life, or you have never been to such a high career position. In those cases, habits and patterns can be also a very strong mechanism to sabotage your growth or achievements or changes. Because obviously you need to break those patterns and this always requires more energy, more effort. There is some kind of risk. It may not work sometimes and for the subconscious mind again it might be just an unnecessary risk you may not be really happy where you are right now but you are alive you have been here for your whole life or for so many years you will handle it you don't need this risk that's how the subconscious mind very often works so habits and patterns and those are subconsciously affecting us that's the third major mechanism the fourth one is related to the past some people and they are more than you might suspect have a very strong attachment to their past Again, it's somehow related also to the fear of change. It's also somehow related to our habits and patterns. But this is also like some kind of loyalty. You are used to having this or not having that. And it's difficult to let it go. It's difficult to move forward. It's also risky sometimes or it may not work, or you may get embarrassed, or whatever, or you might be criticized or judged by other people. So for many people, quite often, the problem is their connection to the past. Even if they are unhappy, even if they have been unhappy during their whole life, they are 
get they get attached to their past and it's difficult to let it go very often consciously they may feel stuck they may feel tired there might be n- different negative emotions sometimes depression sadness overwhelm lack of motivation many options but subconsciously they are attached to those past experiences conditions situations whatever the case could be so that's the fourth major reason and we have the fifth left which from certain point of view can be the most important actually i have called this one standards and uh, i want to share with you uh, an example this is kind of like analogy which is not mine i have seen it somewhere else but i just really liked it so i want to share it with you let's say that imagine you have an air conditioner which is set to let's say 70 degrees for example and this is your normal comfortable temperature if the outer temperature gets colder so the temperature in the room let's say drops to 60 the air conditioner starts working and heats the temperature so that you go back to 70 this could be an example of for example uh, let's say that sometimes you you are used to have something in your life you are used to have certain level and suddenly things drop down let's say financially you need those two thousand dollars each month suddenly somehow your uh, income drops to let's say five fifteen hundred so you just find mechanism you it's easy for you and you well it may not be that easy but you manage to do that to find the gap those 500 so when things get lower than you are used to somehow you manage to bring them to this usual level okay but let's say that also the opposite happens the temperature increases to 80 degrees you are not used to that as well this is not your standard so the air conditioner decreases the temperature so it drops back to 70 your standard temperature with money this may look like earning more money and suddenly you spend them or you lose them or you do something irrational with them so this is a very very common mechanism as well your standards what you are used to and more or less it covers all of the other stuff the unworthiness the fear of changes the habits and patterns the connection with the past they all represent your standard and if you have certain standard in relationships for example 
you may not like it, of course, but hey, that's your standard. You are used to it. It's well known. Your standard is, is to be single or even worse, to have bad relationships, abusive partners. That's your standard. And even if you consciously want to have a nice partner, you start the relationship with a very nice, kind, polite guy and self-sabotage comes. So you're back to being single or eventually you find another abusive relationship. It may sound a little harsh. I really don't want you to, to take it that way. But we need to open our eyes to, in order to see the truth. And um, all of those mechanisms are within ourselves. That's why we call this self-sabotage. So we need to be open to see how we are doing that or not doing that. So I hope that you will open your eyes and look at certain life situations from a different perspective. Analyze what could be the major reason for you. For some people, the major reason might be unworthiness. For other people, it could be habits. For the third group of people, it could be standards. But more or less, those are the five major reasons that get us into this self-sabotaging behavior. And that's what you need to work on. It's totally manageable. It requires work. That's true. But you can change that. There are different techniques. We use EFT. We use different coaching techniques. And we can release those blockages. So I hope I have inspired you to make the wanted and desired changes. And to have more abundance in your life. Thank you so much for joining me. And I will catch you next time. Thank you for listening to this episode. For more information, go to marsstars.net and make sure to sign up for the free training on how to create a psychological profile with astrology.